0: from the heart of Studio City, this is an Knapsock Vile Podcast feed. I'm 10 for another edition of Life Ranked. It's the newest show on the feed. The concept is simple. I bring in a guest. They have a list of five things. Could be the best. Could be the worst. Could be this. Could be that. But it is all towards a topic that they know inside and out. And today, with me, if you're a longtime listener of Napsack Piles, Piles and Napsack Files, uh, you know this guy. He is a regular on the show. He's a regular in my life. It is my friend and writing partner, Mister Matthew Doctor Strange Key. Oh, that's, that's you've changed my middle name. Uh, I've added I like that. It. I improved that. Aw, I made a crazy make-up. You, you you've been taking classes at UCB? Uh, no, no. L.A. Connection.
1: <laughs>
0: L.A. Connection, place
1: the, to be the the best in L.A. The from what best I hear.
0: connection to have is L.A. Connection. Uh, yeah, thanks for having me back on. It's always absolutely, Mister Key. It's, you're, you're my FOP. It FOP as it were. As we learned, if you are well, uh, relatively new to the Napsack Files podcast feed, number one, thanks for joining uh, on this journey adventures we return here in 2017 um, but uh, Matt Key uh, not only have I just known him for a long time he's been a key uh, key pun intended <laughs> <laughs> guest on the show I think you were the uh, yeah in fact I know you were the first guest yeah I uh, you, was your premier guest. Premier guest, uh, when I was testing it out, and you've shown up a few other times. Uh, you and your wife now, uh, Brittany Key. You're now uh, uh, Matthew Wallerkey. What my, do you, uh, you put a my, key, you put a my, my Oh, that's ring. your wedding ring. Wedding ring. Uh, sorry, I got distracted. Audience, he was putting a ring on my uh, microphone. Microphone, I thought it was like the one ring, but it is the It is the one ring. It's, it's your ring. ring. A lot's happening in your life, uh, but uh, uh, we can bring you in for another interview. But I wanted to bring you in for Life Rank, which is a new show here on the feed, uh, because you know something uh, pretty intimately, and that is writing. Uh, I do. Yeah. I do. I do it for a living. Yeah. Well, some, I mean, I guess. You could, well, <laughs> we're going to get into that. And writing is a great noble cause. It's a great important cause uh, through the annals of time, back to the ancients. Writing has been pretty important. Well, I mean, since the invention of writing. yeah. Right. When did that happen? Do you have facts on that? I don't have, I don't have facts You don't have that. facts no. on that? I, no. I don't either.
1: No, I don't. I, I think 1333. The, the first, the first writing would have been like clay tablets. To, oh, okay. Like You're keeping, going back. Uh, cuneiform,
0: keeping track of. Mm. Just Scribbles in the Dirt. in Mesopotamia. Scribbles in the Dirt is also yep. my first scribbles. album. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Scribbles um, in the clay. It's been around a while, and it's a great. And there's a lot of fun things to have. But I, do think it, I do think it's
1: um kinda weird that it started as a way to keep track of commerce and then it grew from there.
0: Is that a fact?
1: Is that a fact? I think so. So, I think so. It, it, al- it started as a way to keep track of money, I think. So it was all about ledgers. Yeah. Accounting were the first writers.
0: Right. Accountants
1: Accountants were the first it's like it's you know, it's like it's like that old saying, Accountants were the first writers. <laughs> yes you know.
0: I remember I've read that in the Bible. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, it's the book of Job, yeah. right?
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think it's Job and then again in Daniel. They prophesies it. Um, but uh, that's funny because we always make fun of accountants for being non-creative types. Yeah. The, but they, shame on us. Shame on us. They created writing. Shame on us in the LA Connection well, Improv world. <laughs> Making fun of accountants Uh, Stupid accountants They started writing (laughs) My sister-in-law's an accountant Yeah Well, maybe go to her for writing lessons (laughs) (laughs) Probably should So Matt, you and I We've written together a lot of things Um, We've worked on projects Uh, I've brought you in to work on projects uh, At at places like, say, Screen Junkies or Collider Mm -hmm. Uh, I know you very well as a writer You are a talented writer You are a great story crafter A crafter of story I'm glad that you think so (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Sounds like we're already getting into the list. <laughs> we're all getting the list. But today I wanted to talk about the, it is, uh, you know, I, 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 you know it's, I, I don't want this to, people assume this is just going to be negative, but we're going to get into a s- discussion here on the wor- top five worst things about being a writer. Um, again, it's a noble pursuit. You, you've got a poet's soul, my friend.
1: That I will not disagree with. I, I do have the soul of a poet, though right. I do not have the
0: skill or imagination of one. Oh, that's that's not true. I've seen you bring people to tears, all the well, way. Also, your cat is now wanting on the show. Yeah. Hawkeye. By the way, if you hear
1: a jingling, that is the uh, that is the collars of my my that two is Hawkeye,
0: cats. Hawkeye, the cross-eyed asthmatic cat. Yeah,
1: he also has breathing problems, so yeah. if you hear that in the background,
0: that is <laughs> that most likely not Kenner. It. Well, is, it's my, good It's possible. It, it's possible. So I've asked you to bring in a list of the top five worst things about being a writer, and we're we're, we're going to end it up positive. Don't you worry out, the, out there in the audience. I know a lot of you want to be writers, well, you're writers yourselves. Uh, we just want to kind of be honest and get into it, and I, I couldn't think of anyone more perfect for this than you, because you and I have struggled for years as writers, just as much as mm-hmm. we've succeeded in other areas. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So so, so, take me through this list here, starting with number five, working our way to number one. What is Oh, we're going in reverse. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Work our way up one at a time. All right. So, number five.
1: Uh, well, you've already heard some of them, that mm-hmm. being uh, self doubt, but that's further in the list. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, if we're going in reverse, then um, one of the hardest things, especially about being a writer in Los Angeles, is, um, or just like in general, but like in mm-hmm. Los Angeles specifically, is that screenwriting is completely separate structure-wise and, and in form and everything right. to uh, television writing. Right. Um, and within television writing, there's uh, the way to write for a Netflix series or there's the way to write for HBO versus the way that you would write for a multi-camera sitcom versus the way you would right. write for a single-camera sitcom versus how you would write for, say, NCIS, you know? Sure. So, uh, and then on top of all of that, you've got um, – like if you want to be what does like, Big Bang Theory fall under for you? Oh, there's no writing. Oh, okay. there's sure. no writing. Yeah, there's gotcha, no gotcha, writing on gotcha, gotcha. show. Um, but that would be multi-camera, sitcom. <laughs> <laughs> um, which is like an older form of of comedy and and anyway, sure. uh, television comedy. So um, it's one of the hardest things about being a writer again in Los Angeles is just being able. Like it's hard enough to just write a screenplay, mm-hmm. but then mm-hmm. like you've got to also write all of those for or all of those other forms which con- right. which takes constant study of those forms constant reading of those scripts on top of all the other script like so there's in a big way there's like you kind of have to just choose one and specialize but i mm-hmm. don't like to Choose so, like I just force myself to
0: try and learn all the forms, which makes me kind of a is jack it?
1: of all but master
0: of none. True, I <laughs> mean, know? I so. I understand it because we we suffer from the same thing. Like, uh, uh, do you do you just not want to be in a box, or do you just, do you want to work extra careful on making sure you're well versed? So the thing is, is like, um, the, well, I don't know if you guys can that hear that my cat. cat is
1: that cat is going, but uh, he's got breathing problems. He's fine. He's fine. <laughs> just has uh, some snarks. Um, we call them Snocks every once in a while. Oh, we, hey, snocks. hey, Snocks! snocking it up over there. Hmm. Um, so, I, so,
0: the different forms.
1: There's yeah. So every single story needs its own special, like its own form. You right. know, so like Back to the Future works because that should be a movie. I don't mm-hmm. know that you could tell Back to the Future as a TV show. Right. You know, and if you did tell it as a TV show, it would be a completely
0: different. Story from the movie. Oh dear God! Are they going to try to reboot it as a TV show? Like now that I've said it, it, probably yeah. they probably put it will. Out in the yeah, I
1: put it out in the universe, and now it's going to happen.
0: Mm-hmm. Probably Fox, yeah, is probably so gonna do yeah, or TVS. It's, it's uh, specific
1: to that. So it's specific style. to that. So like, it's really like you know, like I've got a couple stories that I, I really like, but they don't work as TV shows. Mm-hmm. They work; they only work as movies. Right. You know, like the Bill Murray project that you know of. You know that right. I'm working on. I could never do that as a TV show. I couldn't do it as a comic. I could like the only way that movie that exists is is told as a movie. Right. You know, but then I've got other ideas that I really like that really don't work as movies. You Lend know, they only, a- they only work as TV shows, you know, or, or at the very, at the very least, like I'm robbing them of their potential by forcing them to be movies. Cause right. as, as we've seen with like the, the, you know, innovations of like Netflix, you know, um, being able to watch like HBO on demand, Showtime on demand and stuff yeah. like that. When you can binge a show, television really has, really come Change. to life in the last yeah. five years sure. in, in a way that movies can never do. So TV is proving um, in, a, in a lot of ways that uh, movies are for spectacle and explosions. And like not that you right. can't tell a good story there, but movies are, oh, my God, look at this massive, gigantic story that can't be contained in television, whereas television is, look at this very intricate detailed character focused story.
0: Well, and I'm trying to think in a practical sense, a project that you and I had developed for years along with the help of uh, Jack Conway and Matt mm-hmm. Mercer, uh, all four of us creating a, an animated property that was mm-hmm. uh, had different versions of Five minute internet or web mm-hmm. or or mm-hmm. uh, twenty two minute sitcom-y style and we and we did try to take it to a movie form and that was kind of difficult changed yeah. changed the characters the story what we were trying to do completely mm-hmm. and it, in fact it never came to fruition as a completed script because it just was not what we had originally intended so yeah. not that we couldn't have it just was a different just style. a different just a different style and it just
1: doesn't work as well right. you know so like I've I've really come to discover like that whenever I have an idea and I write it down and start playing with it Mm -hmm. on how I wanna write it, it's really a matter of like, like is is like strangely spiritual as this is gonna sound, it's like the story will tell you how it needs to be written, but Mm -hmm. you as the writer have to know how to then write that story. Right. And to know how to write that story, it's is it a movie? All right. Well if it's a movie, what genre movie is it? All right. Well if it's if it's, you know, a sci-fi genre where there's particular tropes that should be met, and there's a particular structure that goes with that, you know. And I'm right. I'm getting like, uh, you know, that's not a hard fast rule, no, you know, but like that is like you still have to know, you know, how to how like how other all the other films have done it before you, right? You know, so absolutely, Uh it, it's it, just there's there's a lot of education that you have to have to be the best like writer, writer, and to <laughs> like to be a writer in Los Angeles, you have to be the best like you have to be hyper informed hyper educated mm-hmm. very best the well best. read because every single person out here has a laptop and goes to a starbucks right. on saturday you know right. to write their screenplay with that many screenplays out there only the bastards are going to you know yeah at least like in terms of getting representation which is another thing so though, so you so. go
0: yeah so you you're what you're saying is the difficult thing is there's just so many and especially nowadays you can't get locked into one so you you can't just Haphazardly go like, like you know. uh, I have a comic book idea. Someone might say, "Well, you can't just go simply do that. You should do that. You should chase your dreams, get down on pen and paper, and start writing." But you have to know.
1: You have to know the form. You have to know the form,
0: and you have to know the medium, and you have like, like, and again, bringing up
1: comic books—that's a whole other thing. Like that's right. right. Like I've, I've tried to write a couple of those and. Those are tricky, especially if you're not an artist, you know, because then, like, right. you have to go out, like, in order artist, to yeah. to tell the story in a whole, you have to go pay an artist, and,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, that's like $200 a page. So it's not, right. that's, a, that's a, an expensive, you know, form to get <laughs> into, you know,
0: so. Do, uh, we, do you feel at any point, and I mean, I know just off microphone and off the record what it, you and I have talked about, but have you, at any point, have you felt, I'm just going to choose a lane and stick to it? I have tried that, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I, I just and your mind wanders into the other mind Wanders, I, my mind lane. Wanders. I yeah. just can't, you know. There's so too like, many stories to tell to want to just stick to one, right? Yeah, and that's,
1: I mean, you know, that's, I mean, that's getting into what we want to talk about later is about the the reasons to be a writer. Sure. You know, is um, sure. there are so like if if you have a, a mind like mine, there are a lot of stories that you want to tell. You come up with like a lot of concepts every single day. Like, oh, right. I want to see that story, or I want to see that character or I want to see how that this person will interact with this person in this situation, you know, like you just start to get excited. Then before you know it, you've got down a hole for an hour or two and you're like,
0: oh, man. And it sounds like the the answer isn't necessary that you need to choose one. You just need to be educated on all of them. Yeah. Your cat is now making out with me. Yeah. This is great. He's a sweet cat. I wish it was video. Um, All right. So that's number five. Yes. The worst thing about being a writer is you've yeah. got a lot of forms, various yeah. forms. You've got to master. You gotta educate yourself. You gotta know what you're writing. That's not to dismay anyone out there. It's just a warning. No, you. Just, there's just a, a lot a, to learn. There's a lot. There's a lot.
1: Like, you know, and uh, I I don't read nearly as much as I used to. I, I right. should really be reading a couple scripts a day. You sure. know, just to, to learn, yeah. To learn, to keep on top of it, you know, like what's out there, what's hitting the agencies, what's popular. Like you've got to stay on top of all of that stuff. Right. So
0: All right, number four.
1: Uh, the psychological effects of being a writer. Oh. Um, and I think this goes with trying to professionally be any artist. Sure. Um, but, uh, there is, uh, you're constantly beating yourself up. You're constantly, like, you're never good enough. There is, like, a persistent self-doubt that is constantly sort of, like, needling at the back of your head that
0: at any moment, everyone's going to find out that you actually have no idea what you're doing. And does it also translate into the frustration of feeling you're not getting your your story out of your brain onto the paper, right? And you just constantly doubt that that's happening. Also that. Yeah, also part that, of it.
1: You know, I, I, mm-hmm. you know, you worry about that. You, you worry that you're not giving their, the characters their due justice. You worry mm-hmm. that, you know, especially like when you want to make a career out of this. Yeah. You know, which means like you want to, you want your living to persist of being paid to mm-hmm. create things and put them on paper and have, p- have other people read them or watch your words right. happen. You know, like... Uh, the second you start crossing over into more professional
0: realm. Putting it out there, yeah. Uh it's the self-doubt increases like tenfold. What have you done to battle this self-doubt as a writer? Um, therapy. <laughs> uh, really talk deep. talk to my wife and and yeah. have her reassure me that mm-hmm. I'm not terrible. Um Well, you're currently looking over at your wife and she's giving you a thumbs down. Yeah, <laughs> no. You're terrible.
1: <laughs> That's my cat, by the way. Oh, that was like, Yeah, that, that was, was my cat. cat. That was my cat. Yeah, yeah. that was my wife. It oh, was, yeah. I heard.
0: I heard. I heard, yeah. I heard. My
1: cat, my, my wife meows a lot. My right. cat, my cat tells me how bad I am all the time. <laughs> Damn cat. Um,
0: but yeah, so it's constantly so there with every word, with every there. Yeah.
1: sentence, every script. And like, again, like we're going to, we'll get into this. Like one of the best things about being a writer is mm-hmm. that once you really get into it, um... I, I, like, I think the process is different for every writer but I think everyone has a similar experience mm-hmm. even if the details oh this is the ice cream man
0: they, we got ice cream can we our, got cats this can can is our, great
1: can our audience hear the ice yeah, cream yeah they man? can hear the ice cream
0: okay, okay up, well. we'll run out and get some
1: uh that dude, by the way, yeah. that ice cream truck has the best chocolate malts. All right, we're going to
0: pause right now, and we're back. We have a chocolate <laughs> malt in our hand,
1: Man, I really wish that was yeah, true. Yeah, I really yeah, want yeah, a chocolate malt now. So, so, uh, so, um, this is
0: con- but for for you, it sounds constant, and for me, it was constant. I, it, it's the creative soul that comes with this price. Um, and sometimes persistent uh, self doubt. Pers- persistent self doubt. Um,
1: but like when you when I get into the middle of it, you know, like, this is what I was going to say. The pro- before the ice cream man interrupted us. Um, yes, there is that self doubt, and it takes me about an hour. Like it, like I okay. I, t- I tend to not write unless I know I've got four hours. Room, okay. Um, because I know it's going to take me at least forty five minutes of straight focus and telling myself that I am good enough and to stop self doubting <laughs> myself. And so like you just have to
0: factor w- in pep talk.
1: Yeah, yeah, and like I'll I'll type a couple words here in, th- in those forty five minutes. I'll type a couple of those words in. Right. I'll go to Facebook. I'll type a few more words in. Right. It's kind of like getting those gears back in. It's like I, right. I, I I get back on the horse very slowly every single time okay. I sit down to write. But you, but you I, get back on. But I get back on. But I think every writer deals with like the, yeah. okay, here we go, here we go, here we go, like facing the blank page or, mm-hmm. fa- you know, like um, one of the, the best advice, that I, the, some of the best advice I ever heard about screenwriting and, and TV writing is never, never end your writing at the end of a scene. Like always end your writing mm-hmm. in the middle of a scene where you know where you want it to go. Oh, yeah, that's a good tip. So because what happens is if you end it, if you end your session mm-hmm. at the end of a scene, mm-hmm. then when you start, you're like, all right, starting from scratch. Yeah, but if you start, you, if you stop in the middle of a scene, when you come back the next day or a couple of days later, like whenever you get to get back to writing, then you're like, oh yeah, I remember how I wanted this scene to resolve itself. That's an immediate, like almost like a writing exercise, just to zzz, like zip you back into it. Well, I like that thread. Um, so I, I try to do that as often as I can. Um, but I tend like I know it's going to take me at least 40, 40, 45 minutes to pet myself yeah. up. Get into it, but once I get into it, you're, I can sit there for three, four, five hours and not not doubt a single thing. Well, like, that was where in I was the process. Go. Yeah, in, you, the process, in the process, I don't doubt anything. Once you're locked in, once I'm locked in, it's like cool. I'm writing. Here's how I want this scene to go. Here's how I want this scene. Oh man, this would be funny if. Oh man, I loved it. Oh my god, this character should do this because that'll lead to this later. Like and then like I'll start taking notes on the things that I'm thinking about. Like i get excited, zipping, right. zipping right through it. Then close the computer, wind it down, come home. Oh man! And then I uh, hits what am I, I going to do with was, this? Like, was why ask, am I why am I spending my time with this? Like, specifically, there is nothing
0: like I can do nothing with moment. what I'm doing. Yeah, that's so. the moment. Yeah, how do you? So that's that's it's those moments that that time between shutting the computer down mm-hmm. and getting home mm-hmm. is is your thoughts come back to you? Yeah, and I think that's powerful for people to hear because. Uh, especially if they've listened to your work or followed your work on Marvel movie news and all that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, you know, I'm doing you, some some stuff over at Geek & Sundry Geek now. Geek and & and
1: Play you've around with so screen junkies from
0: time to yeah, time. Yeah, absolutely. You wrote a crash course for Collider. Um, well, that was a lot of fun, actually. Yeah, and fun, I,
1: I, I learned... A yeah. lot from that.
0: Like, sure. I
1: learned like, and I knew I would, and that's something that like the crash course thing that we're talking about everybody yeah. is like, I did the license, the, 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 the,
0: Marvel, the Marvel licenses. Marvel licenses. Yeah. Um, but that was fascinating. That yeah. Was but it's really so, fascinating. Well, my point being, it's powerful to hear that someone like you who's got things out there is still going to go through this. Oh, man. And still going to I, go, I really
1: go through it. I yeah, really supremely of, go through it. Yeah. A
0: lot of writers do. Yeah. Um, I, I, I have never met one that does not. Does it? fueled you at any point or is it just a constant block in the road i think for me it's a block uh,
1: that's my answer too yeah i've never i don't want it to be and i try to push past it and again that's why i'm like you know um going to to a therapist helps you know uh, having having my wife Brittany and and you know trusted friends like you and Uh mercer and everyone else you know that Certainly helps, and like geek and sundry has been great. Like, it, like any time I can have any semblance of validation, right? But here's, here's the catch: twenty-two with receiving validation is that you have to consistently put yourself out there to receive <laughs> to that validation. Receive validation.
0: So never ends. Yeah, never ends. Do you think at any point you'll what what could you imagine happening that would make you think, oh, I've reached it. I'm fine. I don't doubt anymore. Do you think it'll ever happen? Um. If
1: I were to get a manager, okay. Just the simple act of getting a manager who I believed if I if I could get a manager who I felt believed in what I could do, I'd be fine. You'd be fine. I would be absolutely cured forever. Fine. I don't know that I would say cured <laughs> forever, but like the, like let's say like on yeah. a scale of a 1 to 100 my self-doubt is at like 85. Sure. My self-doubt would plummet to like the would 30s. Down. Like got it you. would be like it would be a dramatic be like I've got representation, I'm good. Good, you know, okay. and like you know, like I've It'll got, to, I've, I've to still that. got to do the work. Sure, but if I had representation, I would feel like my work was actually going somewhere. Yeah, and the very fact that I had representation would validate
0: right. all of the work that I had done. That you had done,
1: okay. so
0: so there's something you see, you can see something on paper, a tangible thing in a way yep. that it would make it think, which is which is hopeful because if it's yeah. just your soul is breaking you, then, then we got to yeah. You yep. got a problem. So, so that's number four: the, uh, uh, the the beating yourself up, the constant self-doubt, the weight of being a writer. Um, sometimes can be too much. Uh, number three on your list. Um, I'm going to say that the job is never done. Never, never done. And by and
1: like ever, like if you're working in data entry, the job is never done. I get that. I, what I mean is like uh, maybe the job is not. Ne- maybe a better way to say that is mm-hmm. that the story's never
0: done. The specific or just overall? The story in your heart or the Doctor Strange fanfic? <laughs> All of it. It's never done. <laughs> so like let's let's
1: uh, you know what? Let's let's take a Doctor Strange fanfic. Okay. Like I'm not actually writing one.
0: Oh, that's not what I'm looking at, down that, here?
1: No, that's the oh, concept that's, art from the movie. Oh,
0: I thought I thought it was your fanfic. No, no, okay. no. Got it. All right, I, so let's no, take I a, should write a fanfic. A for Doctor, Doctor Strange.
1: Strange fanfic. So let's say I'm writing a Doctor Strange fanfic, and let's say right. that um, I, I get to a place where I'm very happy because like Doctor Strange has uh, I'm just going to make this up. Let's say, uh, so Dr. Strange's one-time wife is Clea. They just recently got divorced, even though they haven't seen one another in years, because she's, Mm -hmm. anyway, way too many details. Um, I like Dr. Strange. Um, So let's say, in my fanfic, I've decided to write the story where Dr. Strange goes back to the Dark Dimension, finds Clea, reproposes. She says yes. They go and have, like, this beautiful wedding but uh, uh, Clea's uh, mother, Umar, the other leader of the Dark Dimension, crashes it. And let's say like, they're, they're able to defeat her. I fact check all of have, it. It's true. Yeah. And they, they're they still madly in love and everything else. All right. So right. let's say I write six issues of that fanfic. And uh, I like it. But then I look back at it. I'm like, Umar wasn't the right choice for this. Mm-hmm. Um, Dormammu may have been a better choice. But no, you know what? Actually, Nightmare might be a better choice because Dormammu's is doing this and yeah, no, you know what? I've got to rewrite all of this because Nightmare was a better choice, and that actually gives me better places for Doctor Strange and Clea to go with their relationship. Oh, my God. And then, like, you've got Nightmare as a sort of metaphor for what they're going. Oh, man, yeah, yeah. yeah I gotta, I've got to completely change that. Change it, change it, change it. Because the story that I told, while good, is not as good as it could be. So screw this. I've
0: got to go change and, it. And here's the frustrating thing about that. Um, I say this. It's, it's a good thing. You're really good at that. Um, so when we'd write some things, we'd put a first act down, mm-hmm. sometimes complete a script, but do this. And then you'd write me, oh, I got an idea. You're going to hate me, but I got an idea. Mm-hmm. And I like, certainly wouldn't hate you, but it'd be like, oh, but we, we finally finished this first act. Yeah. I thought we got a few drafts that are good. And then you pitch your switch, and it's like, oh, that is good. That is better. We have to do that. Yeah, and let's go back to the beginning and rebuild this first act. Yep. Now that can also be a crutch or it can keep things from going forward. We, sure, I've talked about that, but but that's the little frustrating thing is the curse of specifically to you is this is why I say you're a good storyteller. You you stumble onto these things and you're always going to stumble onto it. So yeah. It's, so it's my it's stories are like never a curse. done. It's a my stories are a never curse. done. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Like so, like I can get to a place where I'm like. And that first draft is okay. Like, and uh, I mean, like, it's a first draft. Like, you're going to write a thousand drafts of everything. That's the other thing. Like, the other part of this never being done is that you're going to have to write so many drafts, especially in screenwriting and and television writing, because you have to get the form down. Like, the form is so specific, you know. Like, I feel like, you know, I've never tried to write a novel, so this is not fair for me to say. But I feel like in some ways they have it a little bit easier Mm -hmm. um, because they can write, you know... um, about how their character feels and they can describe the world. And like a lot of that stuff fleshes out the actual novel, but in screen writing and in, in TV writing, I can't write, you know, Ken felt bad or mm-hmm. Ken, Ken felt hope in him for the first time in years or whatever, because you can't show that on screen. Right. You know, you have to say, you have to come up with a way for Ken, the character to visually show on screen, that he feels hope. Because if you have Ken go, I feel hope for the first time in years, the audience is like, boo. (laughs) Like, no. Right. So you have to, you have to find a way to have Ken show hope for the first time, Yeah, you know, and maybe, maybe the story that we were telling about you is that you're trying to find a girl and that's a story. Yeah. That's a story. And for the entire, like first 60 pages of, the screenplay you've struggled with it and struggled with it, mm-hmm. but then just
0: 70, 60, 70 yeah, pages. Yeah. Okay.
1: But then we get to the midpoint hook, oh, okay. you know, that second the act book. hook yeah, that kind book. of switches everything in a new cool. direction. Um, Oh yeah. We've got a. That's the ice cream man. He just got wow, He changed. That's ice cream. a different yep. sounding ice yep, cream yep, man. Yep.
0: It's yep. A ice cream man from hell.
1: <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, he's a, he's a <laughs> hell's ice cream. Um, hell's cream. Yeah.
0: Hell's cream.
1: Um, you scream hell scream. We all hell's scream for hell scream. Yeah. Um, so let's say like the mid act the the second act hook for you yeah whatever um, is that uh, you meet a girl and uh, she mm. doesn't shoot you down like every other girl that you've met in the Cut. entire movie has shot you down right um, then the second act hook you meet a girl, she doesn't shoot you down. And uh, right. you do something that we've never seen you do before. Smile. You, you smile and you right. give her your number. But in order for us to know that that's how we're going to show hope, we have to have also implemented that in the entire first 60 pages. Right. And it's a small change. It's a little change. Sure. But it's knowing how to do that. And I don't, like, I just made that up. And I think that's mm-hmm. not very good at all. I think it sounds good. Well, I I, think, like I personally smile. think it's like, well, you like to smile. But, like, there are better ways to show, like, sure. because, like, may, maybe, like, for all the audience knows you farted. Like, right, like that's right, not right, right. like that's not definitively showing how true, true true. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, absolutely. So like it's finding ways to incorporate all of that into the screenplay or into the tele to teleplay right. that is incredibly hard, whereas a right a novelist can be like Ken felt hope spring up within him for the first time in ages. You know, it boom, is, done. It, we get it. You know, yeah. so it's the cheat
0: of being a novelist. <laughs> yeah, yeah, those cheating it's novelists. A cheating
1: novelists. And, and and again, that's not fair. I've never written a novel. You know, yeah, I've sat I, down to like play around with ideas for it, and I'm just like, oh my god, I don't have the patience to write this many words. Yeah. that's the that's the downfall of being a writer, a kid, a novelist. A kid, but, but yes,
0: absolutely. Um, yeah. So the story being it's never done meaning yeah it's not just that you have homework for the rest of your life as a writer that famous saying but like just that it, it's you you have these stories in your heart and your mind uh, inspiration and craft uh, two different things but uh, they're always there so you're you're it's not that you're never satisfied it's just your brain's gonna wrap around these stories and always have different ways to tell them well and again yeah that's true but then like going back to what was that point
1: for the mm-hmm. crippling self-doubt self-doubt like what happens is when I find the better way to tell the story, mm-hmm. I immediately discount the other. Right. So in like in it, for example, like with our practices in the in the past, right. whenever I would stumble across like, oh my God, we need to cut these 15 yes. pages, move this here, completely change the structure in this way and that and introduce this character right. on this page instead of this page, that to me immediately means, oh man, this is the better way, which means the way that we did it is terrible. Ah, And yeah. doesn't work and is stupid and no one will like that. So That's the rub. You know right there. So yes, the story's never done in a creative sense, but the story is also never done in the crippling self doubt <laughs> sense. Because the second I so, stumble across something so better that I feel is a better decision better, yeah. or a better choice, yeah. the other one is a terrible choice all of a sudden. Gotcha. And sometimes it's a minor change, but most of the time
0: for me it's a oh man, this is like a page four rewrite. Right. You know going back to like the, have you brought your script drafts to your therapist? No. And explain no. can you help me figure out what went between draft three and no. four?
1: No, I have not. But <laughs> I have told my therapist really? my story ideas and she always likes them and she always validates okay. me, which is always nice. Oh and which is like yeah, the uh, I, I went and saw her a couple months ago and she uh she asked me about one of my like comic books that I was trying to write. Yeah. She's like, Whatever happened in that comic book that you were trying to write? I was like, uh, you know, like I just I don't know how to get people to, I, I don't know how to pay people for artwork. Like, I like the story, Like and I feel like it's in a good place, but I just don't know how to pay, for, like, I don't know how to get an artist on board. She's like, I really like that story a lot. And I was like, oh, well,
0: that feels nice. That feels good. Like uh, and you, you didn't, didn't read it. You forward, you know? Finish that job. So uh, that, is, uh, that is number three. Job is never done. Number two on the list of uh, top five worst things about being a writer is in order to make money, you have to have representation. Okay, and that is, and we're talking
1: career. Like, in order level to make like, money, we're yeah. not
0: talking mansion. By the way, no. we're talking no. Can you no. pay for the chips and salsa again? Now, uh, th- that's
1: not necessarily true in some ways. Like, mm-hmm. um, in order to make money as a writer, you can go to YouTube and. Sure create enough content that you get a million subscribers or whatever. Right. Then, you know, YouTube is sending you the game has
0: changed. Yeah. You know,
1: certainly there's that. Um, but in order to do that, you have to be more than a writer. You have to be a performer again. I can like, I've done groundlings. I can do all that stuff. I just, I don't know how interested I am in that. Right. You're a a writer. through. through. you know, like I just enjoy writing so much and it's fun for me to be on camera. I absolutely love it. Like again, all the stuff that I get to do with geek and sundry and stuff is tons of fun. But like, the end of the day I just want to create worlds and right. and and be able to like manipulate them and play with them and 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 see those things come to life. So um it it's it's tricky for me because I I don't want to do YouTube stuff. Like, mm-hmm. you know, but in a lot of ways that's kind of the best or only way to get yourself out there, stuff like that. So yeah, there, is that. Yeah. there is that. There yeah, is that there is that option. And there's a lot of people have come to prominence and fame because of that, Probably. which is great. Yeah,
0: we're not discounting that at all. No. But you're talking um, about a, a but but the classical like the, sense.
1: The classical way to and, get ahead. And the career you want. And, and, and to the career that I want is to get representation. The only way right. to get representation is to write enough of a portfolio of mm-hmm. good material that you can go into an agent or a manager and say, hey, what do you think of this? Um, and then they say, yes, the problem with that, you can't just go straight to a manager or an agent because mm-hmm. uh, a lot of – there's a lot of – Legal um, loopholes that you have to jump through. Right. Because if I were to go to a manager and say, hey, I've got this great script, um, you know, uh, about, you know, four, four lizards who end up becoming ninjas, mm-hmm. you know, and then they go and create the Ninja Turtles or whatever, then, mm-hmm. they're, then I can say, hey, you stole my idea. Right. Right. Like, I submitted my script to you and then you stole the idea. And they, the agency, like now have a legal fight. And I can sue them for, like, that's, look, look at how much money you've made from that. You owe me 10% of that because you stole my idea. It's like, well, we made $100 million. We owe you $10 million for an idea that we actually didn't steal. Right. And that's typically what happens. Like, they didn't steal the idea. The problem with, like, Hollywood is there's so many people writing and creating content and
0: stuff like that. Everyone has the same idea. Oh well, I'm tired. Yeah, the internet. You know? The internet's changed that game so much. Where uh, there was recently a sketch that I co-wrote mm-hmm. that was up on a channel, and then it turns out it was so similar to something that came out four or five years ago. I didn't know existed. Didn't even know existed. Had yeah, no idea it existed. Yeah, one of my favorite uh, when um, Pacific
1: Rim was coming out, we went to um, like one of those audience viewings, like where they you know take no, notes. Yeah, on yeah, the audience it. So yeah, yeah, yeah I we saw it. That. Uh, we saw it a couple months early, and Guillermo del Toro actually ended up right. being there and he was hanging out in the lobby like getting popcorn with his family no one was no one seemed to know who he was yeah, he and was. I was like how is he not swamped with fans right now like we're right. about to go watch his mo- what is going on so I went up to him and I, like I, I watched made sure I wasn't interrupting him when his family right. was around his family kind of took off he was just standing there getting his popcorn and I went was like hey Mr. Del Toro like I'm sorry to bother you I just wanted to say like, I'm like I'm a fan like I thought Pan's Labyrinth was beautiful I'm excited for this film and he was very generous, very right. nice. He's like, so you like, uh, you like movies? And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I love him. He's like, what do you, do you work in movies? And I was like, no, you know, like I've I i, I I've dabbled in production here and there. But like really I just want to be a writer. He goes, oh, writing, writing is very fun, yes? And I was like, oh, it's, like, I love it. I love it. Right. And he goes, but it is a son of a bitch, yes? And I was <laughs> like, yeah, it is. And he goes, you write like, you write and you write and you write and you bleed on this page and you write some more and you write 10,000 fucking drafts of this great idea that you're in love with and then you get it to your manager and they're in love with it and they send it to the the studio and the studio says, "Oh, we just bought this idea. <laughs> we already have this." And you're like, "Son of a bitch." <laughs> and like That's for right. for me to hear him saying that at his level, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like
1: is both encouraging and discouraging at the same time because right. it's like well, how do I? He's just like I mean, us.
0: However, he's farther along. Yeah. He's just like us. How but, do you break but, through oh, that? Oh, come on, you know? Yeah. So Yeah. You might um, be in your, your, your room in Pasadena yeah. and writing then, like, and I, you don't know. There's someone else out there.
1: And it, for as much as much uh, gruff as, as he gets online a lot of times, Max Landis was, was very nice and met with me once to mm-hmm. talk mm-hmm. screenwriting. And, yeah. and I was complaining to him about like... He, like, I, like he started saying, like, so screenwriting, you've got to have an idea. And he starts telling me, like, basically how to screenwrite. I was like, no, 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 no. I would love to have some pointers on how you approach it, but, like, mm-hmm. more nuanced. My bigger thing is I don't know, like, how much do I need to write to get in to a manager? Like, right. I just have more professional, like, right. like, business side questions for you. And he's like, oh, you're already writing? I was like, yeah. And he goes, well, dude, like, he said, think of it this way. You're on a, like, you already know the craft of writing more or less. Right. You just have to keep writing. Right now, the more you write, the further along in your rocket, you get to the moon. Mm. So right now you're on your rocket. You're fine. Just keep writing. You're going to get to the moon eventually if you just keep writing. Right. He goes, now, you look at me, I'm on the moon. I've already already written enough to get to the moon. I'm here. And I'm Mm. looking in the moon going, oh, shit, I can see Mars from here. I'm going to go to Mars. Right. And he goes, so that's where I'm going right now. Like, I'm. I'm like fueling my rocket ship now to leave the moon to go to Mars. Next level. You know, and he goes, and it just takes a lot of writing. And I was like, oh my God, like how much do I have to write? And he goes, and he goes, I'm going to stop you right there. I wrote 300 scripts before I got a meeting, I wrote another 100 before they took me. Right. He wrote right. 400 scripts before he got representation, and I'm like, "Well, I've written three, <laughs> and I've written like
0: 397 three ninety seven to
1: like go. A, like, I've written three features, and I've written right. uh, I think four pilots. You I know, mean, granted, maybe five. Max is a machine at times. Oh but, no, he's an app. He's yeah. like he it, again. Like, he gets a lot of gruff online, and and some of it's you know probably deserved, but right. uh, at the same time, the dude works and yeah. he works hard, and he's very talented and. Yeah, you know, I, like, I mean, I've seen him pitch things live in person. He's on shows, he's it's he's, he's yeah. an incredibly smart and very talented writer, and right. you can't you cannot take that away from him. Uh, um, you know, a, a lot of people will say that like, it's just because of his dad, and certainly that doesn't hurt. But, yeah, but Max he, still put in all the work. He still his, his dad works his wasn't ass writing off. scripts with him. Yeah, exactly. No, I know. know, I know. So and that's good. certainly he would so get a pointer or two from his dad. Absolutely, but.
0: Right. He still did all the work on his own, so... And so that's the great advice, you know, about just keep writing. Just keep writing. But it still doesn't necessarily guarantee representation. No,
1: no. And the other thing that I'm discovering is that, like, all my writing is done more or less in a vacuum. So, like, I don't have anyone, mm. like, looking over my shoulder going, you know, you could do this better. Like, I'm right. figuring that out on my own. Well, so your now cat, I'm- your cat seems to try... My cat definitely tries, yeah. but yeah, um, my cat also thinks that a laser is a bug. So that's a fact. That's a fact. Um, so yeah, uh, uh, so yeah. Now I'm realizing that I'm, I'm now I'm like scurrying and reaching out, trying to find like, well, here's someone that I like legitimately very much trust. I wonder if he would be willing to read, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Son, which is a big undertaking. That's like a hundred right. pages. Like, hey, read a hundred pages and tell me what you think. Right. You know, oh, that ice There's, cream man from. No, hell. that's the taco dude. Oh, that's, that's the, taco the taco dude. dude yeah, from that's hell. taco wow. dude. Yeah, yeah. Uh, lots of delivery in this yeah, area,, yeah, 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 lots great. of food, just running around right. the streets. Um, so uh, I, I, like, mm. so you, like you, you, you can't write in a vacuum. you have to have people mm. looking you at your work, criticizing your work, critiquing your work, telling you how you sh- could do it better, what better right. choices
0: could be, a better method to approach. A, B, and which, C. Which you goes, know. then filters back to some of the other problems about self-doubt yep. and getting out of, yep. that, getting yep. out of that circle. So. And then maybe, and maybe, maybe you find the right person to find the right uh, agent, the right manager, mm-hmm. and get representation, mm-hmm. which is key to having a career that you and a lot of people want. Mm-hmm. So it's mm-hmm. hard. It's incredibly hard, yeah. In fact, it's the number two thing on the list of top five worst things about being a writer. But here... Is the number one reason, the number one worst thing about being a writer, according to Matt Key, is? Um, All of those reasons combined make it very hard to make money as a writer. Ah, sustainability.
1: Sustainability, that's a good word for it. You should be a writer. I used that's to be. It's a better word, yeah. You used to be. Uh,
0: yeah, sustainability. It's it was um, sustaining me enough. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. No, I, yeah. I know. I get that. Um, so all that factors in, you have to overcome doubt, overcome having the, the various forms, the education of it, uh, getting a manager up late at night because the stories are in your heart and they never stop coming out, um, but and all that leads to hard to make money. It's hard to make money. It's just legitimately very
1: hard to make money. And that's why, like, I think it's so funny because I grew up in Texas and went to school in Oklahoma. And I would hear people complaining so much about how much people get paid in Hollywood. They'd be like, you got a million dollars for that? You know, and they'd be like, oh, my God, actors get paid to so much money, like such astronomical amounts of money. And it's like, all right. Right now that I've been out here for twelve years and I see the process. Yes, you get that much money, and well, because here's you know, yeah, you work your ass off to do it. Right, it's it's an impossible job to get into. So yeah, because you make so much money at it. Right, but the reason you make so much money is because you're not guaranteed to ever work again.
0: You're not guaranteed to work again. You know, uh, let's not forget it's it's. Um, you know, I want to get a discussion on salaries of pro athletes. It's insane. But look, only 500 people can hit a baseball that far and there's a giant mm-hmm. business around it. So you're mm-hmm. going to get a lot of the money that's going into that business. A lot of money going into these Marvel movies, a lot of money going mm-hmm. into the entertainment industry. So you're going to get a piece of that without a doubt. But I always say, and, and people have uh, uh, said this to me and I, I've adopted it as a little thought process, is when that finally comes, that mm-hmm. money. Uh, you're not just getting paid for that project. You're getting paid for the 12 years of free. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're getting mm-hmm. paid for the hard work and dedication that you put into it. And, yes, it's a lot of money. Hopefully you do something good with that money and you buy buy a homeless man an ice cream from the hell's ice cream man mm-hmm. around the corner. Mm-hmm. But, yes, you're not just getting paid that money and uh, for that. It's all the work going into it. And you're right. You might never work again. You've got to take back yeah, gamble. There,
1: there's, the, there's the insurance policy of it. Mm-hmm. Um that you the reason, you know, like the oh my god, I may never work again, so I better ensure right. that I have a buffer right. for if I never work again, mm-hmm. you know. Uh so there's that. There's the paying you for the talent, you right. know. Um it's uh I, I like I, I, I don't know if it's true or not, but the story about um Henry Ford uh builds his plant,
0: mm-hmm.
1: one of his machines breaks down, and he has to hire a guy to come out and fix it, and the guy comes out and fixes it. And uh, he's like, great, that'll be $100. And Ford's like, whoa, 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 $100. Like, it took you like 10 minutes to do it, and that part only cost like 10 cents. And he goes, yeah, five, like $5 for my time, uh-huh. $95 for knowing where to put that thing. <laughs> you know? And it's yeah. like, yeah, it's not bad. So yeah. like, yeah, $100,000 for the script. But um, at the end of the day, the writer's only getting 50000 of that.
0: Right, right, right.
1: Because 10% goes to the attorney, 10% goes to the, ma- the agent, and right. 10 per- 20% goes to the manager. right. You know, then even you if the it. manager and, and, and then taxes and then you tax it, you know, so $100,000, you're getting $50,000 of it. And that's got to sustain you for how long?
0: Well, uh, here's a practical you know, so. sense. Uh, I, I when I worked in the security industry, a, a, an employee of mine um, quietly on the side was a writer. I didn't know he worked a, a graveyard shift. and He comes in one morning and resigns. And I'm like, oh, hey, cool. Archie, where are you going? And another job, security job He's like, no, I sold a screenplay holy shit wow great We that's good for you yay and he's, and he's like I gotta quit um, kind of was like hesitant to him like well no why you got screen he's like well I sold it for 110,000 mm-hmm. and I've gotta go um, set up my production company and get that going and, and get this film made and help them with that and then he was kind of a filmmaker as well mm-hmm. and he's like I gotta start my next project and I've only got 110,000 to do that and even though our salaries at the time were you know far less than that um this was his one shot and that's mm-hmm. all he had to take that one shot
1: mm-hmm. exactly so like there's a uh, that's why you make so much at it however because there can only there's only like maybe a thousand writers in town who are constantly writing like right. maybe I don't know what I'm talking about maybe there's like five thousand writers constantly writing mm-hmm. on, on screenplays movies television whatever for every one of those writers who's working there's like a hundred more begging to take that person's job you right. know um and all of those writers have like the tiny little bitty things that come up like you know like even me with geek and sundry and mm-hmm. getting to write for Collider here and there right. like all that stuff like that's perfect kinds of you know sustainable yep. stuff you know and I write commercial treatments as much as I can I, I right. haven't had as many come through lately but yeah you know that's that's sustained me for like three or four or five years and I I remember my friend Matt Altman who's a, a screenwriter yeah we're going to his birthday party tonight actually. Um, my friend Matt Altman, he, um, he, he kind of has like this big Facebook writers group mm-hmm. that I'm a part mm-hmm. of. And he, we had a meetup last year. Um, and, uh, there were a couple writers there who like were very much like in the last year, like sold two big projects. They right. were doing really well. So everyone was excited to talk to them and, you know, congratulate them. And, but what was funny was that at the time I was writing commercial treatments a lot mm-hmm. Um, and I had so many writers that night, like, oh my God, how do you, how do you get into that? Like, in my mind, I'm like, oh my God, I can't wait to stop. How do I get out of it? How do I get out of it? I, at the time did not realize what a gift it was that I had that, you know? So, um, then I started like, yeah, I'll take them all. Mm -hmm. Like this, apparently this is a gift that I didn't realize it was a gift. Give me every single one of these commercial treatments, you know? Um, because it's a way for me as a writer to continue being a writer, to practice, to keep practice writing, mm-hmm. to get paid for it, on top of okay, cool. Now I'm going to go take a couple hours to work on my own personal script. Yeah. You know, so
0: well. It's important too. If anyone's out there listening, that's you know not in the LA area, not uh, pursuing this craft, but want to, um, how it's the reality again of how hard it is to make money. So you're going to come out here, and you're going to have a day job. You're going to have to, uh, you know, commercial treatment as a paid writing gig, and you Mm -hmm. have to look at that a different way. And I always say, art is great, but this is a business, and so you should Mm -hmm. have have a good combination of both and a good sense Mm -hmm. of both. Mm -hmm. Um, The I'm going to move to LA because I have a script. Honey child, you need 50. <laughs> yeah, you, know, you need to keep writing, keep telling the story. And it is not just about writing for inspiration. It is writing for craft. Mm-hmm. Um, and then knowing that even that might mean you're not sure where you're going to get your meal this weekend from.
1: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, there's there's just because you're writing things, there's no guarantee that, you know, that that's ever going to be seen. Right. You know, one of my um, – there's a composer named Austin Wintory who um, – he actually wrote a song for – when I proposed to Brittany, he's a good friend of, of, of ours. Mm-hmm. Um, he did the soundtrack for journey and a couple other movies or ga- video games. Anyway, oh, I remember. was in talking to him about the song for, for my wife. when mm-hmm. I proposed to Brittany, my wife, my now wife, um, he, we just started talking about like the artistic process. Cause it's, mm-hmm. you know, it's similar for every artist. Sure. You know? The is. process is always yeah. the process, you know, it's just how it ends up, like where the artwork goes more, uh, the form that it takes um than anything and he said like the people i i i think here's how i, I told him that i thought he was genius like i listened to the song mm. i was like that's genius that's brilliant that's incredible he's like you're very sweet like thank you i was like no 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 like that was that is a brilliant song i can't believe that you were able to crank that out that way and everything he goes well what you don't see is the 99 percent of the bullshit that i left behind mm. he's like i only chose to let you see like two percent of what mm. I worked on.
0: It's a good way of looking at it,
1: you know. So he's like, "What you're calling a genius, I'm seeing as the only success that I had out of 99 tries, mm. you know, basically." And I thought, I thought that was so. It's inspiring smart, and, and you know? daunting
0: at the same time. <laughs> exactly,
1: because it's like, oh my god, I've got to go write 30 screenplays before I write one that's halfway good, you know. And it's just like the process of writing a screenplay. Yeah is at least six weeks, you know, so. Yeah.
0: You know, it's unless, like. Unless you're Sylvester Stallone writing Rocky in a three days, yeah, right? Or yeah, or like yeah, and yeah. Max
1: Landis can, is now at a level where he can write a script a week.
0: Sure, sure, sure. You know, sure, and like the scripts it. are good. And it's just like, yeah. oh, I hate you so much. But like. And that's craft He's earned too. that, yeah. you know, so. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's craft as well. It's just inspiration. Yeah, it's my old photography teacher, you know, back when I was learning on film and developing mm-hmm. film. Like, hey, a roll of 24 shots. Let's, let's hope you get one good one. Mm-hmm. And you're most likely, you'd be lucky if you get that one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And all that leads to uh, trying to make money out of that one. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So, So yeah, it's it's just hard. It's it's incredibly hard to make money because
1: the only way that you make money is to get to a certain level where you're being pay, but in right. order to get to that level, like you have to spend 10 years of practice and mm-hmm. failing
0: mm-hmm. and so, overcoming self doubt and, and trying to get representation and mastering the various forms. And, and it all ties together into that dollar and it's not a, uh, it is the reality of, uh, of trying to pursue your, your passion.
1: Mm-hmm. And then at the end of the day, there's no guarantee that right. any of the work that you've just done right. is ever going to be seen, ever going to get out there or ever going to make you any money at all. Like... Of all the scripts that I've ever written, and I've loved every single one of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the end of the day, I've, I've liked everything that I've ever written. Mm. Um, I've just never thought it was good enough to get me representation, you know. Uh, and, um, we've got to unlock that.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, so yeah. man, we have come up with this list here, and and I wanted you to have a pretty honest take on it, and uh, and it's good for people to hear. But I know in closing, as we close here, I don't, we're not going to another another five lists, but. This is this is some dark, daunting, overwhelming thoughts. But there's some good things about being a writer. Yeah. And there's a reason you do it. And it's, the reason is in your soul. It's fun. Yeah.
1: Like, the process is fun. Like, uh, once I'm able to sit down at a computer and start, like, writing for those characters and start, like, plotting out the story, mm-hmm. um, it's fun. There's a sort of, like... Um, there's a sort of, like, magic to it that I love yeah. that um, I don't, f- like, I mean, short of, like, maybe a few times on the groundling stage. Like, I, mm-hmm. I very mm-hmm. rarely have felt that level of magic whenever, like, I'm able to, to create a scene that I'm so madly in love with. And, yeah, Or, like, a just a bit or a beat or a character, you know, like, that I just love.
0: And There's something to it. Even in yeah. some of the sketches I'm writing now for the Collider awesome show, like, in the writer's room or, you know, Harloff reads one of the lines and laughs, and there's that little, in my head, there's that little, ah, oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's why I do it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, I, I love that. Like, not I, the praise, not the validation, just this cosmic level of, yeah, something I it's, created it's in my mind. Something that something
1: that I have created right. has elicited the response in you that I desired. Right. Right. You know, and there's there's a level of, like, the feeling of, like, success and all that, and like, the... The thought that one day, like, maybe I would be able to see something that I wrote appear on the screen with my name on it and watch it in an audience with other people watching what was in my head mm-hmm. is just, like, there's, like, no level of magic that can compete with that to me. Right. You know? Um, and, like I, like, I go back and forth. Like, sometimes I'm like, maybe I actually just want to be a performer. Maybe I want to be an actor. Maybe I want to be on the screen instead right. of behind it. But I don't think I do you know no. like I, I, there is a struggle there sometimes where i'm like man i really well there's that side and you're good at that and that's that's it you know like i enjoy doing groundlings i enjoy yeah. performing i you know any time i'm on like you know signal boosted geek and sundry or sure go sing
0: karaoke it's like i'm on stage and yeah. ever like this is fun <laughs> well, you're a bit of a card you know that's but yeah, well, you know you're a, you're a writer beneath it all you're not yeah. just a writer beneath it all you're a you're a storyteller beneath it all i i want to be yeah i'm yeah. trying yeah self-doubt self-doubt that's going to be another episode. Yeah, I'm just going to go into your therapist sessions uh, therapy yeah. sessions, and just record and interview your therapist mm-hmm. with you. Yeah, it'll be good. It'll be a good session, I bet. Yeah. Well, Matt, uh, thank you for providing this list, and thank you for providing some good notes at the end. I know a lot of you out there are probably thinking, well, why Why should I? No, this list is to show you of what is on the road in front of you, and to not be afraid of it, to take on each step as a challenge, yeah. and uh, to succeed uh, with those things being this, conquered. This is what I wish that I known right when I came out here, because
1: I would have had like so much better perspective. Yeah, it, like I'm giving you 12, 13 years of yeah screwing up, like I, missteps, like misjudgments.
0: Yep. Um, I, I came to town in 1998 with a story. Yeah. Uh, that story ain't never been told. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> like, it was the same with me. Like, I came out here
1: with a screenplay I was in love with. I had been yeah. told by other writers, like, this is brilliant. This yeah. is great. You should absolutely be a writer. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to go conquer the world. And go like, win 13, your Oscar
0: now. Yeah, 13 years later, I'm like, oh, my God, I have yeah. no idea what I'm doing still. <laughs> like, Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. So that's this is a a, a real list. It's a it's uh it's an important list. If you're an, a writer or an artist of any time, uh, any kind, looking to make a living out of it, there. So, Matt, I want to thank you so much for coming in and sharing your soul as you always do. Thank so well. You. Thank you. You are my Doctor Strange. <laughs> <laughs> your friend and your writing partner, and you, yes, and you. I like your cape. Thanks for wearing it on the show. <laughs> of course, always, uh, Matt. Uh, where can they follow you and all your adventures? Because you do have a lot of things going on and um, some shows. I want them to see.
1: I'm uh, on Twitter. You can follow me at the um, Matt Key, M A T T K E Y. And then uh, I mean, I have an Instagram. I'm never on it. I never take pictures. I use it mostly just to look at You're other people's so pictures. Bad at promoting yourself.
0: I am. That's- <laughs> <laughs> show you been on this week? Yeah, your but wife I is haven't yelling yet. at you. I haven't I your was doing can that right now. on Nerdist, on <laughs> <screen> cookies, <laughs> I haven't got... I was doing that next. News <laughs> <podcast> <laughs> on talk. I'm not editing this out, by the way. I'm no, gonna. Nor, nor should uh, I. You can see him at my house. <laughs> <laughs> that is your lovely wife. I'm Brittany... I'm really good at making tacos. <laughs> your your, your my, wife's... Ta- uh, my lovely is wife. It, is, it, is it taco night? Because that's why I came here. That was the taco night Yeah, you do a lot. Run through it again. you so you can find
1: me on uh, on on uh, Twitter at the at the Key. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm also on. A, I have a Marvel show that I produce uh, and host uh, mm-hmm. called Marvel Movie News. That's on Popcorn Talk Network. Um, uh, you can follow me there also at the yep. uh, at the popcorn uh, at Marvel Movie News PTN. Um uh, and Sundry. Geek and sundry. I, I, Geek and sundry I'm starting to do a lot news. of more stuff over there. I just did a Screen Junkies news. I'm over on Screen Junkies from time to time. Um, yeah, I mean, you, you if, if you follow me on Twitter, you'll 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 see my my many wondrous pop culture nerdy.
0: It all starts there. Follow, follow him on Twitter and uh, tell him, give him an encouraging word, <laughs> validate his very existence. Um, <laughs> that is uh, what we all need in this town and in this life. It's good to have a little comfort, validation, and self uh, doubt be erased. Um, this has uh, been the Knapsock Files. Life ranked as always. You can go and follow me on Twitter at Ken Napsock. And if you want to add to this conversation, use the uh, hashtag LifeRanked. Uh, you can follow the podcast on Podomatic, Stitcher, iTunes. If you're on iTunes, subscribe, rate, and review. And, of course, new in 2017, it's a Patreon page. You can go support on there and uh, get certain uh, level of rewards to help me program this channel. As always, I humbly appreciate your support. So until next time, for Matt. For Brittany yelling out in the background, the ice cream man from hell, and the wonderful cat Hawkeye, I'm Ken Avzag. We'll see you again on Live Right.